0: just welcome everybody here this morning and all those that are joining us here online welcome today it's good to have you here with us and the goodness of god is here with us thank you andrew appreciate it and uh, trish and the gang that led us in worship can we just say thank you today clap our hands for them and appreciate what they do and David on sound and some, some foreign faces up there in media that I can't even recognize from this distance, but thank you uh, for these things. God has been so good. Amen. I, um, I, want to, uh, I want to express just a few thoughts here at the beginning as I, as I share. Um, almost a week ago now, my pastor, Pastor Dave McElhose. Went home to be with Jesus and uh, a little over a week ago I leaned over him and I looked him in the eyes and prayed for him and and Bonnie and uh, we were together with him and I just said Dave you are my hero and it's so true as today I talk about seeking the Lord Uh, he taught me how to seek the Lord encouraged me to seek the Lord modeled how to seek the Lord taught about seeking the lord he sought the lord he sought the lord and he found the lord all his days and so what a what a blessing we just honor the family that's here we love you guys and everyone family and i know it's such a large family too a wonderful family we just bless you and we appreciate all of you and uh, god's grace be on you on all of us what a gift that Pastor Dave left all of us in his life and how he lived. Amen. All of our, we can all say our hero for sure. I think some of the kids here, yeah, my dad was my hero. Uh, what a blessing. What a blessing. And so um, we had we had another young man go to be the Lord. These are non-COVID deaths, I, I might say. Uh, but young Curtis uh, Lother, who is client of... Uh, De- Deborah and Vivek chinoi he he went to be with the Lord this week as well. And I would imagine he's uh, not needing his wheelchair anymore, and he has his voice and he has his legs and his back is straight and his his smile is just as large and ever I would imagine he's probably doing a little jig with Pastor Dave up there, a little dance, and uh, shouting and celebrating. and so our condolences to the chinoi family as well and uh, all those who we're very close to, uh, to Curtis. Um, this morning, um, I want to talk about seeking the Lord. And um, as, as the prophets, the, in, in the Old Testament we read, they said, I'll read there, it says, they called a holy fast, a sacred assembly. And we are launching into a time of fasting and prayer. And maybe that's foreign and new to you, but we want to encourage you to participate because everybody can participate. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that today in Seeking the Lord. I just want to, I want to set a platform, literally, to launch you into. For such a time as this, it's the time to pray. It's the time to seek the Lord. It always is time, but I believe that God is pressing on us for us to begin to seek him anew and believe anew afresh and ask largely of our God in heaven with whom nothing is impossible to do the miraculous, to bring breakthrough. And you know, when you fast and pray, the breakthrough starts right... It's the person who's, who's doing the praying and the fasting. That's where it begins. Because you won't settle for nothing more than his presence. More of him in your life. And so in this time of fasting and prayer, it's going to look a little bit different Uh, We are going to be taking this live broadcast out of this room on Sunday mornings, uh, and we will have preaching that will be coming on to the online for you, 9 a.m. You'll be able to watch that, and that'll be in the new series that we've started called The Candidate Jesus, all the things that we know about him that we need and who he is to us. We're going to talk about the seven I am's that he talked about. Those are going to be there for you over these next three Sundays. And the next three Sundays, we will have these services right here. We'll have two services. And in the services, we're going to be worshiping, and we're going to be seeking the very presence of God, and we're going to be praying, and we're going to believe God, and we're going to collectively agree in the name of Jesus for a breakthrough. And obviously, we're appealing to you to set time aside to fast and to pray over these next three weeks. And that's what my message is about. It's about seeking the Lord. And when we talk about seeking the Lord, it, it means this: it means setting of the mind and the heart on God. In Chronicles, First Chronicles twenty-two verse nineteen, it says, "Now set your mind and heart to seek the Lord your God." So it is literally a conscious fixing of our uh, and, and focusing of our mind's attention and our heart's affection on God. I'll, I'll say that again: it's it's mind's affection mind's attention and heart's affection okay so it's very much a decision on our part to begin to seek the Lord it's you know you you watch people seek for things look for things to find things it's a relentlessness that I'm not willing to not seek until I find and and it's 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 like those you know really 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 tanned guys down on the beach of Florida with with, you know, their metal detector and they, they're out there for like 10 hours a day in the sunshine with, and they find maybe a little gold trinket in the sand. But 10 hours they spend out there looking and looking and looking. It's interesting, and that's just for like a trinket. And we have the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We can seek, he is, can be found by us and we can have breakthrough. And we can have power and we can have strength and we can have authority in our lives as we get into the very presence of God. So this, this setting our, our, our mind's attention and our heart's affection isn't, um, isn't a mental coasting. It's not a mental coasting. It's just not coasting along without purpose. It's very, very purposeful. And we are to set our minds. Colossians 3, you're familiar with it. It says, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on, not on things that are on the earth. Well, there's a few things, I guess, on the earth. You know, Make sure you take care of business around you and your job, but don't be distracted by all the things that are going on in the world that's around you. Set, set your mind's attention, heart focus, okay, on the living God. Things above, not things below. is what. So it's really a conscious choice to direct our heart toward God. You know, you remember the story in the New Testament, we have the little guy named Zacchaeus who really wanted to see Jesus, and so he did something. Uh, he, was, he had an impediment, not really, uh, but he was shorter than everybody else, and he couldn't see over the people that were around him. And so what he did is he climbed a tree. He climbed up, scurried up a little tree just so he could see. There, there, was, there was a motivation. There was, there was a desire. I want to see the Lord. And so as we seek the Lord, it's, I want to see the Lord. I want to see the Lord. I want to come face to face with him. I want to be in his presence. I want to express my love to him. I want to experience his love in my heart, in my life. And I want to appeal to him. And I want to pray to him. You know, when we do that, everything's okay. Everything is okay. But there's sometimes some, some obstacles, just like there was for Zacchaeus, that we need to get around in order to clearly see him, to literally be in his presence. And we need to flee those, those, those spiritually dulling activities and literally run from them and, and get away from them because they can block our view and they can block our understanding. And that's why Isaiah said, Seek the Lord while he can be found. Call upon him while he's near his words while he can be found while he is near you you need to believe that there's an opportunity the time is now to seek him and because he's near he's not far away he's as close as the mention of his name and we need to push off things that that make us lethargic that are literally spiritually dulling you can decide what those things are i'm not here to pick on anybody i know i know what slows me down Let's push those things aside. That's why fasting is so wonderful, because we're denying something that we rely on: our body, food, food, things like that. And we stop, and we, we replace that time where we would be eating, and we get alone somewhere quiet, and we begin to seek the Lord. And we appeal to God. He loves hearts to appeal, appeal to Him that way. Seeking involves calling and pleading crying out to the god you say oh we shouldn't have to plead with god no but it, you, you see it's, it's it's a hard attitude it's like god if you don't do something i don't know what's going to happen i'm reliant on you with you nothing is impossible i'm limited you're unlimited god i cry out to you the god of heaven i appeal to you lord to do what only you can do. Your will be done, God. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, in my life, and in the lives of these people that are around me. God, I, I plead to you. I make my plea with you, Lord. That's what we're doing, calling upon the Lord. Literally, Lord, pull back the curtain of my own blindness where necessary. Open my eyes. Reveal yourself to me, Lord. You see, he always is and always will be a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Amen. That's what the Bible says. And he, I think it's yeah, it's Hebrews, Hebrews eleven. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Let me just talk about seven things. I let go over these really quick. But why we seek the Lord? Well, the first one is this: is that we'll fully understand justice. So, as if that's not important today. There's so much injustice. There is so much evil. There is so much manipulation. There is so much going on. And God of heaven, who is a just God, when we fast and pray and begin to seek him, we get to see him and we get to experience the living justice of God. You say, what is that? Well, that's moral righteousness. The very righteousness of God dispels all injustice and it'll be clear. Look, it says in Proverbs 28, verse 5. It says, evil men do not understand justice. But those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Do you want to understand justice fully? Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Seek the just one who has perfect justice and who is perfectly holy. Number two, the reason we seek the Lord is to be worry-free. Not to worry about all the things that everybody else is worrying about. Every People talk about all the things they're worrying about and you start to worry about what they worry about. Yeah, stop. Let's not worry about what it, we don't need to. It says in Matthew 6, 31 to 33, you know this verse. It says, so do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Where will we buy our toilet paper? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things and your heavenly father knows what you, that you need them. Remember like the birds of the air? Those little birds that he mates, he makes sure he sees a little sparrow fall, he takes care of them. But seek first, there's that seek word again, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Huh. Oh. It, it, it seems too simple. And what will happen? And all these things, all these things, the all these things will be added to you. Seek the Lord. This is why we seek the Lord. We seek His kingdom first. And the Amen. We it's fulfilled as we seek God. The third thing that happens is and why we seek God is so that God will hear us. You say, Well, you know, God hears us all the time. Well, where are you directing your speech? Is it to Him? Or is it just a, a complaint that goes out into the, the air? Or is it, is it a wringing a, a, a of the hands and, and, and a worry and an upset like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't whatever. No, when God hears us because then when we seek him, we direct our speech, our language by faith to the living God. And look at this, First Peter 3.12, it says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. His ears are attentive to their prayer. But it says the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. But for the righteous, he's listening, he's he's attentive. He will hear us. It's like the story in the New Testament, the persistent widow in Luke 18. You know, won't God bring about justice in our day? Won't he bring it about for his chosen ones? Yes, he will, those who cry out to him day and night. They will, just like that, that persistent widow the judge, the unjust judge, heard her because she was persistent. We seek the Lord, and he's attentive to our prayer because we're his kids. We're the righteousness of Christ. The fourth thing as to why we seek the Lord and what happens is to be delivered from our fears. I I heard, heard some people here in the audience, and Trish even exhort us in this this morning as we were worshiping About being delivered from our fears. David said in Psalm 34 verse 4. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He was seeking the Lord. And as he sought the Lord. The Lord answered him. And he says he delivered me from all my fears. All my fears. Emphasis on all my fears. I I, I don't know. I mean I've lived 57 years. And I understand that I have some fears. And he delivers me from. Well not those ones. Only these ones. No, all of them if you have a fear you need to seek the lord and ask him to set you free and deliver you from that fear he he hasn't given you the spirit of fear but one of power love and a sound mind. you don't need to live in fear in fact when you seek the lord you get so close to god that what happens is this perfect god who is perfect in love my bible reads perfect love casts out all fear Get there. Get tucked in to the wing of God. Get tucked in under the covering and the presence of the living God and experience a, a fear-free life. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Number five, we'll really live. We will really live. You say, well, uh, I'm living. I'm living the life. I'm, I'm living it. Well, Amos 5.4 says this. This is what the Lord says to the house of Israel. Seek me and live. You see, the very essence of living would be coming from seeking God. You can't imagine living a Christian life and not seeking God, not pursuing God, not, not running after the, the lover of your soul. Doesn't seem to make sense. We wonder why we're not experiencing God's presence and we're not really alive and thriving. We need to seek the Lord. We need to pursue him and run after him you see there's a promise david talked about it he says those who seek the lord will not lack no good thing why why because he's the god of heaven we're his kids he's on our side he's with you he's for you he's not against you seek him father father in heaven I ask you, Lord, today for bread. I ask you today, Lord, for provision. I ask you today for healing. I ask you today for my children, for my children's children. I ask you for the future. I ask for my city. I ask for my nation. I ask for the nations of the world. I ask for the authorities in the land. I ask for those that have been set in office. God, you turn their hearts like a water course. I ask. I ask, I will really live because my heart is pursuing you. My my mind's attention is on you. My heart's affection is on you and you alone. Really live. The devil only comes to rob, to steal, and destroy from you. But Christ Jesus has come that you would really live. It says in the New Testament that you would have life and you would have it what? More abundantly. Seek the Lord and experience abundance. Number six, we will be strengthened. When we seek the Lord, we will be strengthened. Why? Because we're, you know, what do you, you know, you may be very faithful to go to the gym. That's good. You may be very faithful to go for exercise. Good. You may be very disciplined. Good. Those are good things. That, you set your mind to do that. And because you set your mind to do it, you've been strengthened by it. When we set our minds to seek the Lord. We will be strengthened by the greatest power, the greatest source of heaven on earth. God's kingdom manifested in your life because his spirit dwells within you. He will strengthen you and your feeble, frail humanity, which becomes strong. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Second Chronicles 69 says, For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. We, this is not a time to melt and, and to just go, sit back when we hear bad news and begin to let our hearts melt like an ice cube on a sunny day. No, 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 no. It's a time to be made strong because we are fully committed to the Lord and we're seeking him. My wife puts this scripture on the fridge. I don't know if you post scriptures up. Listen, this is about being made strong in the Lord. This is Psalm 37, verse 39 and 40. I think it's the passion translation. But the Lord will be the savior of all who love him. Amen. Even in their time of trouble, God will live in them as strength. So good because of their faith in him their daily portion will be a father's help and deliverance from evil this is true for all who turn to hide themselves in him write that on your heart put it on your fridge too and read it every day be strengthened as you seek the lord not melting under the bad news but being strengthened in the good news in the very presence of God. Someone told me last week they took my advice. I, I said to everybody a few weeks ago, I said, I said listen, do, do yourself a favor and uh, turn off the bad news and get yourself in the good news all week. Just, just This brother said, man... That was hard because I just, I I need to know. I'm a need to know what's going on. I'm saying, I have no problem with you needing to know. Of course you need to know. We all need to know information, but let's get some balance here. Anyways, he he was tempted to go back to his phone because all this information is so handy. And he said, no, I'm not going to do that. And he went to the good news. He went to God, the God of heaven who lives in the Bible, who breathes life on his words for us, breathes life in us as we read them. He said, wow, what a different week wow what a change i'm now going to adjust so you know this fasting and prayer and everything you know like yeah i'm talking about fasting food not fast food but fasting food and you know it's like what, what do you put aside you know um you know first maybe someone netflix is like i can't live without it well yeah, you need to live without it you need to turn it off for a while and go back to it later take a time to set your hearts to seek the lord point number seven of this we'll find god and this is the key when we seek god we find him first chronicles 28 verse 9 says this and you my son solomon so it's to solomon acknowledge the god of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind for the lord searches every heart and understands every motive behind the thoughts if you seek him he will be found by you if you seek him he will be found by you if you see, you know that's true if you're in Christ today as you set your heart to seek him he was not absent he was not he was not like hiding god doesn't hide he doesn't we hide god doesn't hide if you seek him he will be found by you but if you forsake him he will reject you forever it's time to get off the fence Like, if we are those chosen ones and his kids, let's begin to seek him passionately. We are in him. Let's go after him. Let's have that relationship. Jeremiah said it again himself. He says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. This is wholehearted devotion. This is wholeheartedly seeking him. The great promises of those who seek the Lord is that he will be found. If you seek him, you will be found by you. You. And of course, when you find him, there's a great reward. He rewards those who diligently seek him. Diligently, earnestly, go after him. He's our greatest reward. So you see, when we have him, we have everything. We have the kingdom. So that's why we're fasting and praying. We're seeking direction from the Lord. Just like Moses went and fasted 40 days and 40 nights and came down the hill with the Ten Commandments. And we're not asking you to fast for 40 days. And we're asking you to consider 15 days. 15 days, the way you see 15 days works for you. You know, maybe it might be one day here and one day there. It might be be three days in 15 days. It might be three days every three days. You decide. You decide. Decide. But here's the point. We, we, We fast for humility not only direction, not only insight, but also for humility. Because the greatest obstacle in our seeking the Lord is our own pride. Because we think we have the corner and we can take care of it all. We, got, we have it. No, this puts God in control. Okay? It puts God in control. It's also for freedom. When we fast, we fast for freedom. One of the one of the greatest things is our own freedom that occurs. Isaiah said, is, is this not the kind of fast I've chosen? To loose the chains of injustice, untie the cords of the yoke, and to set the oppressed free, and and break every yoke? You see, fasting is an outward practice for an inward transformation. God wants to untie the cords that yoke you, that yoke me. Yes, I know we're praying for freedom for others, but it starts here. Pride gets to be crushed because we say, God, I need you more than I need anything else. It's you that I seek with my whole heart. And we can get free. When we begin to get down like that with God in that kind of a fasting and prayer We begin to deal with the remnants of ugly sin in our own lives. You can't come into the presence of God without Him shining a light into all darkness. Purify us, O Lord. Let us know your ways as we seek your presence, and we will repent and turn. That's what happens when we seek the Lord because he shines a light on us and we return to him and we draw near to him and we experience him in a real and living way and we get changed guess what everything around us everything around us gets shifted because now we are the ambassadors of grace Praying as children of God, walking in faith, knowing Him, being confident, free from fear and anxiety, strengthened in Him, <laughs> and experiencing the greatest reward of all, Him. So we don't fast. Don't fast for me. Don't fast for me. Don't fast because I'm asking you to. Don't fast for men. Don't, don't fast so that people can see that, oh yeah, hey, I'm fasting. <laughs> and no reward in that nothing motivation and heart because it's you who wants to seek the lord that's it father today we hear you and we receive you and we receive your promises and by faith god we receive your admonitions your encouragements your hope for us your desire for your children we commit, Lord God, this time to you, Lord, to seek your face with all of our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thanks for listening. We would love to hear how you have been impacted by this message. You can contact us at info at hillcity.ca or simply find us on Facebook and Instagram.